Hey there, and welcome back to Out of His League. I am your host, Mackenzie Dittman, and today we are bringing you part two of my interview with Love Island USA season three winner, Olivia Kaiser. Let's get into it. But I totally can like relate with you with the with the ex thing. Like, you know, I would say my ex is probably not the same as your current ex, but <laughs> it's the same thing. It was like I didn't want it to end, but I had to for my own like mental health and my own sanity. Yeah. Um, and it was all up to me to end that relationship. He would have continued to be with me because he was just it was like I would say trauma bonding yeah. for both of us. Yeah. And I think that it was just something that was comfortable and familiar. Um, which I think was similar to how where Connor and I were at as well. Yeah. It was like, we had shared that experience and it was like, yeah, we, be, you become like best friends with that yeah. person. And yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're your person though. Right. But, and it's crazy. Cause like it just showed the breakup showed, I already knew, I already knew the true colors of my ex, but the breakup showed the true colors. Oh, not the true colors. Oh, the true colors. <laughs> true I'm like, colors. <laughs> and that's why I hate you. <laughs> Oh, oh god oh my I love god. the but remix yeah. no it's <laughs> like your intro <laughs> but no like so i, I just realized because i mean for me i was like i after everything you've done to me all the pain you've caused me i was still willing to be civil and be friends and he's like no if we're not together then there's nothing at all and i was like wow then i guess there's nothing at all it's like a narcissist empath thing. Like, I think, are you an empath? Like, you feel yeah. people's emotions. And I'm an empath as well. And I, like, care so much for people. So we get stuck in these relationships that are not healthy. I think that I inadvertently have, like, a savior complex. Oh, yeah. Like, but an, in it, like an inadvertent one. Because I think that guys at first present themselves to me like I have myself really put together. Like, I'm very much, like, I've got it all going. Mm-hmm. And which is what I want in somebody because I've got it going for myself. Yep. But then as I peel back the layers, I'm like, oh, my God, you're extremely complicated. And I'm so empathetic that I will then absorb everything that they are going through. And then it becomes entirely one sided. And so I don't even know. I I think it's also because you see them from the beginning. This at least for me, speaking for me, you see them as a certain way. So when they start failing and not being exactly what you thought they were, you're like, let me help you be exactly what I thought you were. Well, I just want everyone to be the best version of themselves yeah. because I think that even some of the worst people, I think that something happened to them to cause them to be that way. And I yeah. think that approaching everything with understanding is like really significant. Girl, I totally feel that. <laughs> but like that was me. I would say year two of my relationship, the relationship was four years nonstop, by the way. So all the girls in my DM saying you slept with my ex, I don't really want to hear anymore. Thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, four years, I'd say. And I think year two, I was like, no, it's just, he had a really bad upbringing. Like his mom, this, his dad, this, he never felt love. I can only give him, nope, I'm over that. <laughs> no. And like, but I'm also like, like I always talked about my age on the show and it was funny. It was a joke after a while. Like Olivia would get it. We know you're 29. We know you're old. <laughs> but I'm like, no, but also with age does come experience. I don't know any better than anyone else necessarily, but I've been through more. My first relationship was three years. My second relationship was four years. I've never been single. Oh my God. Yeah. And also, I just broke up with my ex, um, yeah, like for, like permanently for real. Like mm-hmm. in in um like February was the last time we talked, I think. Mm-hmm. And 
then I got cast in May. So I actually didn't even know about the show. But and so I was still I thought I was good. Right. Yeah. And I think that I probably should have had more time to heal. But I think the villa was the best thing for me because it sped up the healing process. Oh, my God. The growth that you experience in the villa. Like, mm. I am so sorry to my exes that you won't get to experience who I am now. Yes. Because <laughs> I am incredible to date now. I would highly no. recommend myself. Would I recommend myself <laughs> like a year ago, two years ago? No, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I straight up texted one of my exes. And I said, I'm so sorry for the way that I acted before. Oh, wow. I've grown a lot. And I just wanted to say, I'm sorry for the way that I acted. I think I liked him so much and I didn't know how to handle that. Like we were just Jealousy. being, we were just being toxic to each other yeah. that like, and we didn't need to be. Yeah. So basically like after Love Island, I literally like, I waited a few months and it was like after Connor and I broke up and I was just like reflecting on how much I'd grown, like on the way that I handled everything with Connor I was so proud of myself for how mature I was about it and just like how thoughtful I was about it and how I didn't let it affect me the way that it would have in the past. And I just did a lot of introspection and I literally texted him and I said, I'm sorry for the way that I treated you before. And, um, I've grown a lot. And what he said, he said that he like really appreciated that I said that and that he's grown a lot too, but any sparks on the horizon? No, no, no. So we talk a lot about our lives and we dish about a lot on the ep- this episode and every episode that I'm going to do that's going to happen. But we also want to hear from you guys, the listeners, and we want to be able to offer advice and hear your stories and relate to you guys because I think we're all a lot more similar than we realize. Yes. So this one is from Confused in Canada. Oh, man. I like to keep the names anonymous. Not- okay. I love that. Okay, so hey, saw your stories to be shared on the podcast are open for submission, so I thought I'd tell one. <laughs> Two years ago, in my first year of uni, I saw a guy I recognized on Tinder. Oh my god, uni, so cute! It's like <laughs> King so Canadian. Um, if it was, it was a guy who has the same last name as me and who I met before through uh, cultural community events. We ended up matching and dating for three months. When he ended it, he chose to type it out on Snapchat of all platforms. Oh my God, red flag, red flag, red flag. (laughs) Um, Basically saying he wasn't mature enough and wanted a year to mature. Well, obviously if he's DMing you on Snapchat, (laughs) he's not very mature. And wasn't mature enough and wanted a year to mature to see how things are. My friends were happy we did break up because they thought he didn't ever make time for me or make me feel empowered at all. Whenever I'd win scholarships, congrats girl, or get a competitive internship, he never said he was proud of me, but I always cheered him on for everything he did. Okay, well, that's not cool. That's one-sided. About a year ago, he matched me again on Tinder. Is Tinder big in Canada? This guy does not leave Tinder. Like, I don't feel like Tinder is, like, used anymore here in the States. I mean, I've never had a Tinder, period. I I have had a Tinder, but it was, like, my sister made it for me, and I met my best friend on there, and then I deleted it. Oh. Yeah. Job well done. Yeah. Anyway, so about a year ago, he matched with me again on Tinder, and we got to talking every day for a week, and he asked me to hang out with him. He set the date and everything, and one night when I chose to message him first, he never responded. I wasn't surprised, but I also was shocked that I left my that I left myself get ghosted by this person. Now turning to this year, he messages me out of the blue, and we start talking again. So this is two years ago, one year ago, and now we're in the present. Okay. He seemed to be a bit different, so when he brought up meeting up, I did say yes. He blamed us not meeting up last year on COVID, 
but he gave me details on what we can do when we hung out now. And then today I chose to respond a little quicker. He goes. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, here's where she asked for her advice. Mm. Can someone please explain why guys ask you out and ghost? I've never had this happen with anyone else, but it's almost like he sees me as a doormat. He can stomp on whenever. I'll tell you exactly why guys ghost. And then you can give your opinion. Guys have options. They have girl A, B, and C. They're into girl A. She's number one. There's girl B. She's number two. And there's girl C. She's number three. Okay. It sounds like you might be girl C. Uh oh. I know. See, so I feel like if A and B fall through, yeah. C's the option. Maybe you were good in bed. Maybe you're hot. Maybe you're fun. Maybe he does like you. He just likes other girls more. Sometimes I feel like we give guys the power to make ourselves an option. Yes. And I don't think that you did anything wrong at all. No. It sounds like you were just reciprocating the attention that he was giving you. However, I do feel like even if you're hopeful that a guy is going to change, if they've shown a pattern of how they've acted before mm-hmm. and he has not been there when he should have been there, then it's likely that he is probably going to repeat that same behavior again because yeah. guys really don't change unless they want to. And it's yeah. very rare that they change. Yeah. However, I will say about ghosting, I have ghosted a few people. Yeah. Like, like recently. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why? I mean, okay. Cause I, what, what is your reason? Because maybe it's the same reason this guy ghosted okay uh, though the thing is i feel like you'd be cautious with with dating apps and the reason why i don't really like to go on them is that they're so impersonal and it's so easy to have like be saying like literally copying and pasting like the same messages and i'm so like hyper aware of that and i recently downloaded hinge just because like i was going through like a tough time the guy that i was seeing broke up with me and i was like you know what i need to pick me up yeah and it was more of like an ego boost and honestly that could have been the same for this guy was he was kind of just like looking to like chat with girls to like boost his ego Mm -hmm. because i think guys need that a lot of the time but the reason why i ghost in the past it's not that i ghost right away it's that i have ghosted because sometimes i feel like i've given it the opportunity to like end and i've tried to say like look it's not really working and they're not really taking no right for an answer and so then i i have ghosted because i just kind of felt like i i can't do it anymore and it's not cool and i feel bad that i did it um but yeah there's no there's no right or wrong answer right i think that my harsh opinion would be this clear my throat who cares why he ghosted you you just got to care what your next move is and your next move is never talking to that boy again preach (laughs) preach you know what this happened recently to me this guy that almost like a very similar situation of like he was like kind of inconsistent sometimes and i've just been chatting with him like we never hung out in person really and then you know what we finally hung out in person it was just like just a chill casual date and then he said he wanted to see me again that weekend and we made plans and he just like bailed on all of it and then, and he said, like, you know what, like, I, he, we were going to go to the beach together. And he's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to go. And it was, it sounded like BS. Like, it was just like my bullshit radar was through the roof. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Then he, uh, he literally posted from the beach. 
with another girl yeah and i said the nerve unfollow the disrespect i called him out though would you call a guy on that situation or would you just yeah, be like a girl raised and by i think you know me well enough now i would be like oh hell no i mean i wouldn't not that i would really it would be more just like i see you and you're a pos um but i would just kind of be like all right well next and that's probably what you did too because like you don't yeah we don't have time for that like no i i think my words were essentially to him like message received i will never reach out to you again yep, yep. peace yep and then i i, I erased it, him. yeah if he was smart he should hit you from his stories just saying but like also i know the what an idiot what an idiot <laughs> like it was just like the the fact that like i don't know i just i think that there's so many people out there and for confused in canada this guy does not deserve your attention a fourth time he does not no and just know that it has nothing to do with you it Mm -hmm. has everything to do with him and i know that's cliche yeah but it really like it doesn't it's not that you texted him too fast and not that you texted him first. No. That stuff, like, if you ask any guy, that really doesn't matter. No. Also, it sounds like you're, like, hung up on him because the fact that you gave him a chance three years later, he must have, you know, made you feel some type of way. And I think that, you know, some live love tips would be, girl, I think that, you know, you have a little growing to do, just like I did in the villa. Yeah. And I think that this guy has growing to do, and I don't think he's ready to grow, but I think that you're ready because by you realizing all this, I think that's like the change right there. So preach. Get it, girl. All right. This is, this is actually from a guy. Yeah. Here we go. Concerned cowboy. (laughs) Not the cowboy. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I'm glad you put all that stuff in your story because I'm going to tell slash ask for advice because of all those questions you put out there. I've had a best friend at least over 10 years now and developed feelings for his sister. Me and her have also always been close and things like that. But my best bud comes first. So I've never made a move on her or anything like that and probably never would never will i just wanted to put put that out there for you to maybe talk about because at times it does become confusing because i'm a straight up romantic but i don't want any friction between anybody just in case anything went south thanks and if there is a possibility you see this or even talk about it leave me anonymous please and thank you concerned cowboy do not fret we will not (laughs) reveal your name yes and do not fret we have the answers I don't see maybe it's just because like I have a sister and if I had a guy that I deemed worthy of her I would love to set them up maybe I just like don't get it how old is this guy do you know like an age range I think he's like in his 20s like yeah 20s like late 20s maybe I was getting an idea because if he's like 16 or 17 no 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 he's a little bit he's a little bit older than that yeah I think what you just said like I don't think you should be worried if you know you're a good guy and your friend knows you're a good guy. If your friend is mature, he should want the best for his sister. And yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what do you have to lose? Like your best friend? Because if you lose your best friend over it, I mean, he's really not your best friend. Maybe definitely tell him first how you feel and have the respect. Like, hey, look, like I do have feelings for your sister or I do see it going somewhere. I mean, I don't think this guy would randomly have feelings for your said sister if she didn't maybe show some interest back yeah you know what i mean well Um, i think that if he's your best friend like you said he wants you to be happy and he'd want his sister to be happy and i think that it's so easy to kind of psych ourselves out when we Mm -hmm. think that we really like somebody but i think that if you like her like 
you should go for it. Do it in a respectful manner. Maybe tell your friend first. Say, like, you know what? I've got these feelings for her. Don't try to hide it. Yeah. Like, have you seen Kissing Booth? Like, that never turns out well. Like, do not try to hide it from the the sibling. Um, And then this one is actually a success story. Ooh, we love a success story. Yeah. My husband and I have known each other since we were young. Our families were friends, but then I was three. When I was three, my family moved to a different country, Lebanon. We came back to California and found ourselves making friends with someone named Matt. Matt was Lebanese and we instantly connected on a friendship level. I told my mom about him and she told me how she knows his mom well. One day while hanging out with Matt and his mom and my mom and sister, his cousin Justin came over. My mom knew Justin. I didn't until I realized he's the kid in our family photos from when I was born until I was three. That's crazy. He remembered me since he was older than me and knew more about me. Little did we know we would have one hell of a love story. We found home videos of us dancing together when I was one and he was three. So darling. 12 years later, we are married with a baby and buying our first home together. Oh my God. And they have a picture? Yeah, they attached some photos for us. I'll show you the rest of them later. That's so cute. Wait, that's crazy. See... Life is just... Life is all about timing. It is, and it's unpredictable. Like, I mean, yeah, I would just say don't be too hard on yourselves. Anyone out there that feels like they're never going to find someone because this person didn't even look, and it fell right into her lap. It's never when you're looking that you're going to find it. It's like... Yeah. It's just not going to happen that way, and just be patient and be kind to yourself. Yeah. And be kind to others. I agree. Well, now they've gotten on 10 million tangents. I know. I'm like, what? We what had like, tea do we have? We had like such a script to go by and <clears throat> we have just like not stuck to it whatsoever, people. <laughs> but I do want to get back to since we've gone yes. ahead and covered a lot of what happened mm-hmm. on the show. I know that you are such a go-getter mm-hmm. and you have this thriving business here in mm-hmm. Scottsdale. Yes. It's incredible. Thank Very you. happy for you. And I think that the story of how you ended up in Scottsdale, you told <clears throat> me you had $200 in your bank account working random jobs bunking Mm -hmm. up in a room I think that it's just truly like a started from the bottom story and I think that people listening would really benefit from hearing it so yeah so basically you know I already kind of touched on I'm from Alaska um it's a small town if you don't really get out you don't you know if you don't get out young and with purpose you're gonna be stuck there and I just knew that wasn't for me I just felt in my soul like that was just not my like frequency there and I'm like a very spiritual person and I was like I need to be happy and I'm gonna fight to be happy so whatever that means for me I'm gonna go do it so I packed one suitcase I moved to LA and I did hair Um, I went to hair school when I was like um, 17 so I did hair so I was lucky enough that I had my hair license and then um so I moved to LA and I was doing hair for like backstage of TV shows and stuff like little gigs here and there sometimes makeup but I was partying a lot and like it kind of goes along with what you said about like the drinking like I was just kind of just losing myself in the chaos um and my friend was like let's go to Arizona like on a vacation I was like okay good I need to get out of LA just for a second and so we came here and one of her guy friends had an extra bedroom in this five bedroom house it was like a frat house (laughs) and there was a mattress on the floor and he's like do you guys want to rent this room and we're like hey you know what let's do it so we shared a mattress on the floor me and this girl small (laughs) 10 by 10 bedroom and I had no car I had one suitcase and no job and I had like money saved up from just like working I worked three jobs when I was like 14 to 
in hair school, I worked three jobs. I've always been a hustler. I don't know. I would think, I think it's part of who I am, but I also think the way I grew up was I grew up in a big family and we were, um, you know, middle class, I'd say, but being in a big family, middle class, things get spread thin, you know, and I'm very lucky and I'm privileged in many ways, but I never had things handed to me. And I think leaving the show as well, people are like, Olivia's spoiled. Oh, she's from Scottsdale. Oh, she's this and that. But like, you know, it kind of discredits like everything I worked for. Cause there's, I'm like, there's such a, there's such a stigma. Like, it's really weird to me yeah. that like we love reality stars and we follow them and we watch them yeah. and we're like so invested in their lives. However, mm-hmm. we're extremely hard on them a lot of the time. Yeah. And we really like forget they had a life before the show right. and they have a life after the show. Yeah. We're not desperate for success by going on a reality show. Yeah. It kind of just, for me personally, just fell into my lap. I think it kind of happened like that for everyone in a yeah. way. Um, but so, yeah. And then I moved to Arizona. Um, I started dating my ex and moved in with him right away. He treated me amazing. Great guy. But I just knew that money means nothing at yeah. the end of the day. Like I want to have adventure and I want to have fun and I want to feel mm-hmm. like passion for someone. So um, then I worked at a bar and then I was like, I cannot be doing this. Like, I, what am I doing? I went to school. I need to like, I always was an entrepreneur as well. The story is very choppy, but here we go. Like, did you know that you wanted to start a business? Like I always, so I started my first business when I was 16. Oh yeah. And, but it's, but it was like, it was like ghetto fabulous. Like I literally (laughs) bought box hair dye from the stores and I would charge girls $20 and I would dye their hair. Wow. $20 is like, that's like a rate. That's like a pretty high rate. I was like 15 or something and I, it would work because I would do like the Jersey Shore style where I would or the bad girls club style mm-hmm. where we, they'd have like black hair and like the bleach sides. Yes. Yeah. So I would do all these fun things. And honestly, if you look back, I was like, you girl kind of had it going. <laughs> but yeah, box size. So I'm like, sorry if you're missing hair still to this day. So yeah, I started in business three years ago. And within the first three months, I was totally booked out. The first six months, I made six figures Damn. from zero to six figures in six months. I would say for me, um, to give advice to anyone starting is expect to invest more time and money into it at the beginning than you're getting out. Honestly, yeah. the first year of business, I wouldn't expect to make a dollar. I was very lucky and I already had business background from having businesses before. I also had a t-shirt company as well. Um, a gym company or a t-shirt apparel company for gym wear. Yeah. When I was 23. Um, and so I always just knew business. Um, I would say that you don't just don't accept failure um, know your worth in the workspace. Know that because it is hard to be a woman and expect respect. Um, this kind of it's like you know if you're if you're a woman as a boss, you know you're a bitch. But guys can be a boss, right? I literally I took this class in college that it was about gender in the media workplace, and it talked about how difficult it is to be a female boss because if you're too soft, then you're too feminine, yeah. and you're just like you're being too easy and too emotional. Mm-hmm. But then if you're too firm, then you're considered a bitch, yeah. and you're all of these negative things. It is literally. It is so difficult to yeah. to reach positions of yeah. power as a woman and not have your character questioned. Yeah, and I think that's that. And even you just saying that kind of this it makes it easier for me to say is like I would say you're going to be criticized regardless. Don't care. Yeah. Like you can't care. Like yeah. don't take what people say about you personally. And that's I think why the show, even after the show, a lot of things have been said about all of us. Um, it doesn't bother me yeah. because I know who I am truly in and out. And so I would say, you know, have that confidence for what your intentions are in your business. Is it to make money? Is it to change people's lives? Is it to um, give you and your family financial freedom? Um, is it you to inspire other women? Like what is your goal? So I would say start with a goal um, because, you know, dreams basically turned into goals 
or it's going to equal success. So I always had a dream that I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. And, you know, I'm still on my way, but definitely I think I'm going to be hitting that. So that's crazy. Ah! And that's without the reality show, guys. Like I was already before the show working five days a week, 15 hours a day, book solid. So for me to do appearances, appearances or podcasts or, you know, um, I'm starting a lipstick line, right? Like I told Ah! you, I know. So, you know, getting in contact with like distributors and also having a normal life and talk to my family that work-life balance and friends that you know i don't want them to think they're relevant in my life now and it's so much so i do get ahead of myself with i want to do everything and every minute i have i want to work so i can chill in a year or two yeah but i think it's just like about enjoying the ride yeah i think we forget that and like i really we all need to sit back for a second sometimes and just be grateful and enjoy the process yeah nobody's perfect and i think that that's like a very important message is to Mm -hmm. just like congratulate yourself on what you've accomplished so far and don't try to get yourself down on what you're already going to have to do tomorrow. And, and that's even what me and Corey have like in common too. Like, um, we are so driven and it's funny because on the show he comes off as this like, um, I haven't watched it, but just from what I've heard or what I've seen, very boyish, like very boyish sense of humor, which no, which no, he is in that way, (laughs) but there's so much more to him that they don't show as far as like, he literally has like a whole board on his wall with goals. He already had, he had a serious job before the show you know making a good six-figure income like Mm -hmm. he looks totally different than um who he really is I guess but as we started talking more and more like um you know I was like dang you really are very smart like he's very smart yeah and we have the same goals and he really pushes me and like I just was on the phone with him and you heard him like he's just such a oh my god you guys it was so (laughs) cute cute. it was really it was really cute he's he's genuinely supportive and I think that there are certain things that like as far as like when it comes like compatibility and stuff like I think that when you're compatible about like what you want out of life Mm -hmm. and the way that you approach life I think that that is like a true measure of compatibility and it Mm -hmm. sounds like you guys do have that in common like you guys are both very driven and Mm -hmm. you treat your partners with respect and Mm -hmm. I think that like it doesn't mean that you have to maybe he's not like your normal type like maybe yeah. he's not like your girl normal. he's not my normal maybe type I said that every day I was like he's not my normal type what the yeah like maybe he's not like your sense of humor typically yeah. but I don't think that that like measures compatibility all the time so he was always wanting the best for me and I wanted the best for him always too and even when Florida came in um I had like feelings for him they didn't show this I guess but me and him had a thing like day three okay that's what I was wondering is like when did it like actually start yeah we're like jumping around but and I was talking about being a business owner, not so serious because I was kind of quiet the first couple of days, but I was like, oh yeah, I tattoo. And he heard that. And then he's like, what? And then, so we talked for like hours that day. Do you tattoo? Yeah. That's oh. A, oh, permanent makeup. Oh, okay. It's like ta- I yeah, thought yeah. you meant like you do like yeah, yeah, actual yeah. like. No, I mean, I, I kind of want to. I'm going to give him a tattoo. Oh my yeah, God. I know how. I just need to be good at drawing. So if I can draw a good drawing, <laughs> then we're good. But yeah, so we talked for hours about that. And then, um. We like kind of connected that way. And then, but then Giovanni was pursuing me obviously um, hard. Yeah. And I was trying to give him a chance because everyone around me was like, Olivia, like you guys look good together. You guys should do that. Like you're, cause everyone knew how I really was after like the first couple days, but um, America maybe didn't cause they didn't show me as much because yeah. our storyline wasn't as prompt as other people's, but everyone saw me and Giovanni have similar personalities yeah. in ways. You know what I mean? So they're like, Oh, you're perfect together. I was like, damn, maybe I'm just still jaded. Maybe I'm just still hurt. Yeah. Maybe I'm not giving him a proper chance, but no, that wasn't it. It just wasn't meant to be. But so we, me and Corey definitely had a thing more in the beginning. Um, and then even fo- before Florida came in, we had a conversation on the swing i don't know if they even showed this or the whole thing no they really like did not maybe maybe in the bonus episodes i didn't yeah i didn't catch all of those but i wish they could like air things now 
with like where we're where we're at with our relationships you want to go to like see put it. clips of like oh this is like how this happened do you know what i mean yeah anyway so we like had a conversation on the swing and like he was like telling he was pursuing me and he's like yeah i think like you know we're like i like you and this and that and i was like yeah no i like you too and and it was more obviously of a conversation than just that but we're gonna wrap it up with that and then florida like walked in the next day anyways um so he like was very honest with me and then i was like cool and then he was with and i told florida i was like i do like Corey, and she started leaning more towards jeremy and i was like low-key i was like yeah fuck yeah so i was like all right yeah florida go for jeremy no i think you guys are really cute together <laughs> like you guys look great and so then me and Corey started talking again and then we had a thing for like you know it was only a couple days feels like longer a couple days and he like even in the morning of Casa more crawled in my bed and then we got the text for Casa more and then we were out again so we like always kept missing our chance and i don't know mm. if it was purposeful to be honest um but because i i don't know if i can talk about too much about production but basically like yeah i just feel like some things maybe were not wanted maybe we maybe we weren't meant to be right but we made it happen anyways yeah right no it reminds me a little bit of like carrington and i were extremely close and they didn't show a lot of our friendship and then they showed it gradually towards the end Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of hinting and pushing for carrington to go for me and for me to go for carrington Mm -hmm. but he was with laurel at the time and i wasn't gonna step on any toes but it almost reminds me of that in a way of like it's it was always there but it just never was acted upon but you guys made it happen yeah no literally (laughs) girl so costamore and like everyone's like that's the moment they showed me because the only thing i talked about was court the whole time so i was like first of all i was like no offense but i was like absolutely not (laughs) <laughs> these guys are not for me you yeah. know what i mean they're great guys not for me yeah. and i wasn't for them really so yeah we're cool um and i also still just like just was in bed with Corey that morning right and mm-hmm. like we kept crawling like we tried to sleep in the same bed and they we weren't allowed they didn't really show that yeah we weren't allowed to sleep in the same bed i think it was just like i don't know all i can think is that they wanted i feel like they wanted to make Corey look like sad boy the sad boy the sad boy that like couldn't find love and like but reality he had it in front of him like pretty much the whole time yeah oh yeah (laughs) and they wanted me to be just boring i don't know i think that i think that giovanni was such a fan favorite he was so well liked that people very much like they wanted him to be happy and i think that we were just starting to get to know you better because i do think that there were so many big personalities in the house at that point between you cash shannon giovanni like it was just a lot going on and yeah yeah, so it was we were just starting to get to know you better and so people were really starting to like stand you guys and then but then they sent Giovanni home and then I think all of us were like what do we not know yeah like I I had I had this theory that they sent Giovanni home because so I don't know if you heard about the Javelli stuff like Giovanni and Sally oh yeah yeah so I started that it was literally me I swear to god (laughs) the first episode I went on my story and I said Giovanni and Sally are like the same person and therefore they need to be together Granted, like, I wasn't seeing all of who Giovanni was. And, right. like, I don't... Have you hung out with him since... I've never met him in person. Okay. I have never met him. No, no, no. I've talked to him a couple of times. Like, he's just... He's he's a personality. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a lot. He's exhausting, he's, respectfully. <laughs> Love you, Giovanni. You're tiring. <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm sure there's other... And they showed other sides of him. Like, they showed him being, yeah. like, the really nice guy to, like, cash a few yeah. times, like, when she was crying and stuff. So you got to see, like, layers of his personality. He's a really good friend. Yeah. Um, I need to be, like 
sexually attracted to someone also yeah. and want to jump their bones and like for me like it, it just was just not it but my but here was my theory it was yeah. like i literally felt like because javelli was like growing like fans wanted oh it God. because they were starting to tell that you weren't really that into javani yeah. and so like they're like okay they're not gonna last and then i swear i was convinced that production like set Same. that up so that way he would go home and get with Sally. I was convinced. I was so convinced. That's no, they were, I think they were pissed he got eliminated. No, yeah. Then like obviously once like more things like made sense, then it was like, yeah. but I had that like, cause we were all so confused. We're like, wait, huh? What? That that has to probably go down as one of the most confusing eliminations. That's crazy because I don't Love know Island this, history. right? I was like basically like blacked out the Every, whole time. Because Jeremy was giving us nothing yeah. respectfully. Oh, girl. Do you know I mean, I love Jeremy now and everyone's happy with the way things happened. Yeah. But in the villa, we were like, why did you save Jeremy? Who's not trying for any girl who doesn't really want to find love. And Giovanni hasn't had it. And I was mad too. I was like, Giovanni has not had a chance to find someone other than me. Yeah. And he deserved that. Cause he's yeah. a good guy. He is a good guy. It's yeah. just not for me. And a lot of me, a lot of, I think my personality was suppressed because Giovanni was some type of yeah. way. And I was just kind of like, if I was this way, it almost gave him the green light to be more his way towards me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I was just kind of like, mm, I'm just honest. Do you yeah. want me to fake it? Like people also say like, you know, Olivia and Corey, they, they were faking it. Da, da, da. Now people are starting to come around more, but people are saying they're faking. It. I was like, if I was going to fake anything, wouldn't it be with Giovanni from the beginning? Yeah. Like, I hello? mean, I would say that I'm a pretty honest person and I can say having spent time with you and Corey, like you guys are really great to be around. And I no. feel like if a couple is faking it or it's not genuine, it, you don't enjoy being around them no. and you, you constantly feel uncomfortable. You're like, like awkward. You can feel that it's fake, but like you can feel the love and you can mm. feel the respect and you guys are really great to be around. And oh, I really you. do feel like there is so much pressure on the couple that wins and i think yeah. that you guys are handling it in a really great way yeah. and, and our win was obviously crazy yeah <laughs> because obviously we have the people that you know they cory was like a um and I, we don't know any of this in the villa just yeah. to remind everyone so cory was a fan favorite so everyone also saying that olivia knew he was a fan favorite there's no way i would have known that like i had no idea why so. do we have to villainize the woman always oh i mean like always i will say that probably you can agree with this like the love is so hard and like so much more than the hate but like it's just kind of like damn like that's really what you think but um so people thought me and Corey were kind of i guess forced anyways so josh and shannon obviously were in the lead to win and also no one thinks about winning in the villa guys like no I one wish, thinks about I it. wish they would take away the cash prize and yeah. just make it just a show. Yeah. And like we can just do fun games and whatnot, but like yeah. take away the cash prize because Everyone none of forgets us care. About it. No one remembers the money. The thing that was so unique about you guys' season, which we touched on at the beginning of the episode, was that you guys were very focused on getting to know each other mm -hmm. and establishing like strong friendships. And then if those built into romantic connections, yeah. great. Versus like our season, we didn't really get to know people very much like we kind of had our eyes set on certain people yeah. and so for you guys I think it was like if someone got eliminated then it was sort of like okay then I could leave and pursue something with them on the outside you guys were not afraid to leave yeah. like I feel like there was no fear in leaving no. single like you guys were like whatever happens happens because obviously yeah. like people have made connections post villa with each other that didn't leave together yeah and like there was moments that we all had to check ourselves too and realize how lucky we were to be on the show because there was moments that were like cost more i was like i'm leaving yeah like i don't want to be here anymore it's not serving me i'm not finding what i'm looking for um cash you know she wanted to leave she was gonna leave before she wasn't chosen by charlie 
Um, but she started, she I, decided to say, I literally would have left the next day probably yeah, if yeah. had I not gotten eliminated when I did, yeah. I was like, yeah, when, you get it then when it's your time, it's your time. And that's you what just, we always you just know when it's your time. It's your time. You know, they let me go out in such a great outfit. I had a crown on and I'm like, it's my, it's my time to go. <laughs> like I'm ready. I watched that. That was pretty epic. honestly. And honestly, your exit was like so redeeming. Like, I mean, I thought you looked great the whole show, to be honest. I didn't really see anything that was like, there was moments where they're like, she's, um, manipulative yeah but I was never saw any of that yeah that's the thing though that's what's so intriguing is like I've had some people say like, like I where? I for the most part get a lot of really positive responses from people and I, I feel very lucky to have the people who have supported me and it's like you said been mostly positive like but yeah. there have been a lot of things and it just shows you that perception is everything yep. and I think that if you someone can watch something and have one perception and someone can have another and yeah. I know what happened I think that it's unfortunate that people didn't get to see all of what happened because I think it all would have made a lot more sense mm. but i do agree i think that they really let me go out in a beautiful way yeah. and i'm very thankful yeah. that like my final episode like the way that they let me kind of mm. close all my chapters yes, and totally. then leave yeah was was a good way to go yeah. yeah and like i was i was happy that it yeah. ended the way that it did i agree but yeah going back to like the winning situation so josh and shannon obviously would have won i mean day one and also yeah. they are so in love and they like they're just amazing they've been through so much and yeah. they were girlfriend boyfriend and it just made sense like everyone supported them right they're so they're so great they're like, so great honestly and josh was my best guy friend in the villa josh is like, so sweet he's yeah he's literally like a sweetheart yep. and he tells like dad jokes no he's like the best guy <laughs> he's ever. like so yeah. nice like i would say that him and shannon are probably the most real genuine people um, no and shannon's amazing shannon's yeah. amazing too yeah. i just happened like we were all in la together and everything yeah, yeah, so i got yeah. to meet everybody and shannon was really great shannon like obviously though like all the girls are really close with her yeah. so a lot of times she was off chatting with somebody and i would end up chatting with josh yeah. because what's interesting about you guys' yeah. group is like a lot it's a very girl power it's, oh, a, yeah. it's, it's a lot of girls yep. and not very many guys mm-hmm. so the guys are usually left alone yep. like <laughs> the guy dynamic is funny because i feel like the guys were all desired at one point and some of the girls weren't at points so the girls when we weren't desired we'd be clicking with the other girl that wasn't desired yeah and the guys always have been good and like in their own world anyways um but yeah josh is like amazing like i mean like i said they would have won the show and I'm not naive to that. So I would never want to be all high and mighty. Like I won the show. Yes. With winning the show does come other situations. So I can say I won the show. Sure. That is what it is. You know, whether people want to agree with that being a good thing or a bad thing, that's on them. And respectfully, you know, your choice. I think it's so much more a journey of self-love than it is about like love with somebody else. And I think that that's why obviously like there are arguments for like, probably in some people's eyes, you know, Josh and Shannon did win because they left as a boyfriend and girlfriend couple and whatnot. But I think that what's really cool about seeing you and Corey in the position as winners is that you two truly stayed true to yourselves and you guys continue to put yourself Mm -hmm. out there and put yourself out there. And I think that shows like never settle, like don't settle, like continue to put yourself out there. And if you believe in something and if you believe in the connection that you have, just trust that it'll work out in the end yeah. and that's what happened because it wasn't smooth sailing for you guys no. like at all no. like you had to i was see- single the whole show you had to see <laughs> him with other people you yeah. were you were trying to, you were trying to figure out your connection so i and do- then they threw andre in the last week um two weeks before like two weeks before the show was over threw him in there mixing stuff up threw bailey in there like it was just cr- like i swear they don't want you to be happy they don't they don't want you to be happy <laughs> you go on the show and you're like oh my god they like, want us to find love. yeah i'm gonna be able to like 
like watch this later and like show our kids like that's what connor and i would say we're like oh my god how cute we're gonna have like our love story it's gonna be like yeah. pam and jim from the yeah. office and we're gonna watch it back later nope, nope. <laughs> absolutely not yeah I don't know. That was just a whirlwind. I feel like it's like literally a dream, but it happened. And, yeah. And me and Corey won. So I don't know how that happened, but we accept. <laughs> but where do you, where are you and Corey at now? Like, where do you yeah. guys see yourselves? Like, are you, cause he's in Virginia beach mm-hmm. and you're obviously here in Scottsdale, yes. but you guys both do have so much going on with your careers. Mm-hmm. And I've done long distance a lot in the past and it's in some ways easier, you know, if you do yeah. have your own business and like, if you are really busy with work, mm-hmm. you you can then focus on your work and then yep. focus on your partner when you're together. So I I think it could obviously work, but where do you guys see yourselves? Yeah. So we're like, yeah, like you said, we're long distance right now. I'm in Scottsdale. He's in Virginia beach. Um, long distance is really hard. It's like, it's definitely not long term. Um, because if I thought it was long term, it just wouldn't work. It's not my thing. Yeah. But um, it's working at the moment. Like you said, like I'm very busy. I am have my own business. If I was going to be, if he lived, if he lived here, I would probably only see him at night anyways. Yeah. Um, for this moment in my life. Cause I am like a go, go, go kind of person at this moment. Uh, but he does have plans to like, come back and he has a house um, in, in Virginia beach he owns. So he can't really move away forever and just leave his house unless he like, well, he, he could, but he you know, we're moving, we're yeah, taking yeah. it slow. Um, he has roommates. So truly he quit his job you know, before the show, mm-hmm. I think you touched on that. And so right now he started his own t-shirt line, um, what the freak, mm-hmm. which is doing really well. And it's like really cute, fun merch. Um, but it's actually turning more into merch and more into a clothing line. What a cute little plug. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you just like place that just like so gracefully Girl, in there, you know, I gotta do it for the man. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, you know, he's working on being more like of, um, um, being able to work from his phone right so he can work anywhere so he's going to be coming here i have my own place i live alone so we have basically whenever he wants to come here i have my own place like we have our own house so he can come here he was just here for two weeks he's going to come back um like a couple days before halloween and he's just going to stay until whenever he leaves so i mean long distance yes but like he can travel whenever he wants i can as well but it's easier for him to come here also i like scottsdale a lot and there's more opportunities here la is 45 minute flight vegas is 45 whatever dallas um so we're kind of in the heart over here more than virginia beach i'd say yeah so um and he does want to move out here eventually and get his own place i don't think we'll be moving in together like that anytime soon i do like my space yeah and i only have a one bedroom so i'm like "Mm, we'd need like two maybe three because i need uh (laughs) some space and he's a dog so but yeah we're just taking a slow no rush um long distance is hard but yeah we're, we're in a good place right now that's good yeah just supporting each other learning through this whole experience um giving him advice on business, which is kind of fun because, you know, girls are not any less than guys. We can give, you know, he's amazing. He's such a genuine down earth guy. Like he respects what I say and he actually takes in and learns from me. He's not like, Ugh. I know it all. Oh my God. I didn't tell you this. Did you see the NFL TikTok? Yes. I saw that. Um, me and Cash's voiceover I, for them. I'm dead. I could not be more jealous. Like I could explode. We need to like recreate that ourselves. That is the funniest <laughs> thing. I was like, no anyways that's my little that's my that's my most exciting moment actually besides besides the show besides everything while using me and cash's voice as a tiktok <laughs> i mean to say that i'm jealous would be like the biggest understatement ever i'm not jealous you guys won the show i'm jealous that you were included on In an NFL, nfl tiktok like that's why i'm really pissed <laughs> all righty oh, no. well i think it's time that we start to wrap this up yes. but 
you, but let us know what's going on with potentially you and Corey. But what can we see from you in the future? You said that the lipstick line is coming. Yeah. How soon can we expect that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's still in the works. Um, I would say no promises, but I get a million DMs every single day on what lipstick I use. And I am in the permanent makeup community. So I do cosmetic tattooing. Um, so it kind of goes hand in hand and I want to have lipsticks that kind of go along with lip blushing in the same color. If you want to try it out before you get your lips permanently tattooed, or if you want a pretty gloss that you can just put over the color that is permanently tattooed. So it's going to be with my brand live beautifully. Um, my com- my business here is live beautifully AZ and that's where I tattoo, but the lipstick brand should be follow them yes. on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram guys. Live beautifully AZ L I V beautifully AZ. But the lipstick brand will be basically under my business business portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, live beautifully. And then what else? Um, I'm going to hopefully be starting a podcast as well with my best friend, Kyleen. She's a redhead. Oh, that's her. like, that's the one of your um, stories. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Me and her have the craziest stories. Sure. And the thing is, we are not scared to talk about it. So yeah. that's the tea. Um, podcast, obviously tattooing. I'm going to start teaching and traveling for teaching. So there'll be oh, pop-up awesome. shops across the U.S. Um, teaching microblading as well as lip blushing. Um, and then what else? Yeah, just traveling, exploring, going on adventures. Um, and just, yeah, kind of just learning myself along the way. We'd love to hear it. We'd yeah. love to hear it. Well, thank you so much for coming Thanks and chatting with us me. today. It was so fun. I love this. Girl Talk is underrated. <laughs> Extremely underrated. Don't forget to follow us on socials for Olivia. That is at Olivia Ann Kaiser. She also has her business account that you can follow, which is at Live Beautifully AZ. For myself, I am your host, Mackenzie Dittman. You can follow me on my personal account at Mackenzie Dittman on Instagram. Otherwise, we have a page for this podcast, which is at Out of His League. I do create all of the graphics and everything for that page. It is one of my favorite aspects of this brand. It's so much fun to create for that page. And I hope that you guys are enjoying it. Please follow, engage, let me know what you guys think about it. Also, subscribe to this podcast. I'm still kind of learning what I'm supposed to say in these outros. I think I covered everything. I don't know. It's only my second episode. Don't come for me. Alrighty. And then we are back next Tuesday with a special guest. It is another Love Island alum. Can you guess who it is? It's Kirsten. Kirsten Salter is joining me next Tuesday, the 19th on Out of His League. And she is going to be talking about her recent move to LA and everything that she's been up to in the last year. So, yeah. I think that concludes practice for today, you guys. Have a great weekend. Please behave responsibly. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Well, try to have fun because... If you just didn't do what I wouldn't do, you probably wouldn't do a lot of things. But have a great weekend. I can't wait to see you guys next week. I'll miss you. Alrighty, that's it for me. I'm Mackenzie Dittman, and this has been Out of His League. Ready, team? Break. Break.